0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio.
2: Good evening, everyone, and happy Sunday. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining, joined by my co host, the lovely Jeremy Dunn. <laughs> the <laughs> lovely <laughs> Jeremy Dunn. <laughs> How are you doing today, man?
0: I'm just pleasant. I am like eaten alive by mosquitoes tonight. I just took the dog out, and I have got welts all over me, and I'm itching like crazy. So, oh,
2: God, I hate this. I'm ready for Some cooler weather. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, soon fog. it'll be
2: here. Soon you'll be complaining mm-hmm. that there's snow outside and that oh, you, there it's, won't it's be any again. snow here.
0: No, 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 no snow. <laughs> this is Charlotte, North Carolina.
2: You don't get no snow there.
0: Well, we get it maybe once or twice a year, and then it's you know it it snows really heavy, and then nobody can drive in it because they're crazy. You know? <laughs> so, so hey, we we've got a really awesome guest on tonight. Yes, we do. I'm, we I'm have... excited.
2: His name is Nate Clarfeld. and he, is, um, he hosts the, um, the, pos- the HIV-positive cruise for um, HIV-positive gay men. And um, he's going to come on and talk about that, share a little bit of his personal story. Um, and the cruise is coming up, I believe, October, October 10th to the 18th. And it's their fifth annual uh, gay men's HIV cruise, and it's for eight nights from Saturday to Sunday, October 10th to the 18th and they're going to have special guest speakers and things of all that nature. And it's going to be cool to have them on and come on and talk about it because we haven't had, you know, there's not too many of these cruisers around that I know about. Do you know of no, any other than this um, one?
0: I only know of this one, and um, yeah. and I, I think it's this one that I know of. <laughs> um, but I think a friend of mine has actually gone on it like three or four times. Um, matter of fact, he's a, he, and I won't, I won't call his name out, but um, he, he is a member of, um, of, of Paws I Am as well, and I've known him for almost five years. So, yay. Um, so I, I won't say his name because I don't know if he'll be comfortable with that, but you know how that okay. is. You know. Interesting. But um, I, I've personally wanted to go on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise. And, but Mark, I think, is afraid of the water. So am I. You guys are wimps.
2: I agree with Mark. I am so petrified to look out and see nothing but water around me.
0: Wimp. Sorry. Wimp. wimp. Sorry. And, and here's what I want to do. I want to, I wanted to be, when I grew up, and this might be a big surprise for, for our listeners, <laughs> is I wanted to be a marine biologist when I grew up.
2: So did my little sister.
0: And my parents talked me out of it. Because they said that there wasn't any money in it. <laughs> I said, "I don't want the money. I want to go study fish." <laughs> yeah, my sister fit. wanted
2: to swim with the dolphins for, for as a job.
0: Yeah, you know, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, right. Go swim with dolphins. Exactly. You know, um, but no. I, I instead I ended up in information security. Go figure.
2: <laughs> That's funny. So before we have uh, Nate call in, I kind of wanted to um, talk about this one thing that kinda of bothered me today, a little rant I guess. Um, you know, I went and saw the movie The Final Destination today. Oh yeah? And, you know, I'm a big fan and totally off the subject, but whatever. You know, that's where we have the show to rant a little bit. That's
0: right. So I went
2: to go see this movie and we were all hyped to go to the movies. First of all I don't go to the movies. I think it's overrated and overpriced. Shut so up. we go to the movies <laughs> serious. So we go to the movies and we buy two tickets to see the final destination at three twenty. They were $17 for two tickets, which I was like, okay, that's a little pricey, but whatever. So we go in, right, and get our – look at you, put Snob in the chat room. I saw that. (laughs) Uh, And we go in, and then we walk into the theater after we get our, like, uh, our, you know, candy and popcorn and stuff. And we're like, wait a minute, this movie's in 3D. We should – you know, don't we need glasses? Like, when are they going to give us the glasses?
0: So we to get walked back, the ticket
2: booth. right? So we walk back out and we go to the the guest service and we talk to the guy and he goes, "Oh, well, only certain theaters play it in 3D." And I went, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, only certain theaters that you that we have here play it in 3D." And I was like, "Well, then why do they advertise that it's in 3D?" Like I thought it was only in 3D. Yeah, no,
0: you have to buy the 3D movie.
2: He's like, so you can come back at five twenty and do that one, but um, it's extra money. He goes, first it's $3 more a ticket, and then he looks. He goes, oh, well, you have the matinee prices. <laughs> I was like, the matinee prices and 17 bucks. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny. I was like, there's no friggin' way. What was so that? we 8, went and saw the age? regular movie. Yeah. We went and saw the regular movie, and I gave it three stars. It wasn't that great. An hour and 15-minute movie. It was very fast.
0: It was only an hour and 15?
2: Yes. We couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that it was over so fast. And I was like, wow, that's why we should have went and seen it in three days. Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah, I was really upset. Well, see, here um, we can go, let's see, what is it? I have a couple of different choices. We can either go to the regular movie theater and it's about, I would say it's about 20 bucks to to get into a movie for two. Um, Maybe it's 18. I can't remember. But if it's if it's the if it's the 3D, then it's like eleven dollars mm-hmm. per person. But I tell you, there's a great movie theater right over here. Um, it's at the Epicenter, and I'm give, totally giving a plug to the Epicenter Theater. And it's connected to a it's connected to a restaurant, so you can carry your beverages in, like wine or alcoholic beverages, if you like. You can also get food to take in, like real. Hamburgers and, and stuff like that, and you can reserve your seats up to two weeks in advance. And you, it, it's literally like a concert, so you can pick out what seats you want to sit in. They're love seat style. They have a little table, kind of out the front, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, uh, and you can. It's like fourteen bucks for the movie. It was so well worth it. Yeah, right. So, Sounds like So it. worth it. And, and it's, you get your private love seats and everything. It's great. Cool. So cool. I think somebody's so, on the line for us.
2: Yes, we actually do. We have uh, Nate on the line. I just want to remind people, if you're listening to this and you're not uh, in the chat room, you can join us in the chat room with other listeners at www.blogtalkradio.com. And you can join the chat there and, and chat with some others. So let's bring uh, Nate
1: on the line here.
2: Hey, Nate, welcome week, to Damn Radio. How are you? Hey,
1: good evening. How are you?
2: <laughs> good.
1: What's going Lucky. on? I've been listening to your rants. You <laughs> love movies?
0: Yeah, you like, the, you like the rants about movies?
1: Yes, of course. I love <laughs> yeah. movies.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, aren't we? We're just brilliant.
1: <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> so welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, well, thank coming you. on.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I enjoy doing this. I, I talk all the time. So no, now, we're good. now I have a captive audience.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right, you do have a captive audience and 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 Rob has the um or I should say Bobby has the <laughs> the, the on off switch, so you gotta be nice to
1: Oh, okay I'll be nice I'm nice to everyone. I'm one of the sweetest guys I know, I think. I don't know. Oh, anyway. do tell. Well, do you wanna hear how I met my husband? That's like yes, the funniest yes, story yes, on yes, the yes. world. I do. I, we Let, were...
0: Let's let's hear that.
1: Okay, it's a semi-celebrity story from about six years ago. Um, The old Paz magazine, before they were taken over by the new whatever regime, uh, when they first went online in 2003, I was running uh, a support group uh, at the Game Listening Community Center, and I was always being... You know, in South Florida and Fort Lauderdale, and people were always calling me for quotes because in 2003, uh, it was kind of like the height of all these new infections and, and all sorts of crazy things were going on in South Florida Was getting hit. It was being hit with all these what they called epidemics and stuff, but now, you know, D.C. and New York are, are just as bad, but um, – so anyway, I was always being quoted in Pos Magazine with little blurbs and stuff, so they were doing this Valentine's edition where they were going to kick off Paz.com, which hadn't gone online yet, and they were going to feature 53 eligible bachelors from all over the country, and they picked me as Mr. Florida. So I was the Florida guy, and they had a picture of me, and they were going to publish it, and it was absolutely horrendous because the, the magazine came out like in, you know, Jan- of January, and uh, I didn't realize that at that point, Paz Magazine went to like prisons. <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting I was getting mail from prisoners, <laughs> and awesome. I, we shouldn't be. I know it's it's kind of funny. It still does go to prisons, but um, I was also getting like. Uh, proposals from you know you know elderly gentlemen. I got a first class uh, ticket. My name was in there, and first class ticket to fly to Palm Springs and live with this guy. I mean, it was really hilarious. But on the other end, my, my, my partner Grover Lawless, who I'm, I'm outing on this little story, uh, <laughs> who is who is a psychiatrist, a psychoanalytic psychiatrist, uh, was with the gay community in Dallas for 25 years. He, as you know, psychiatrists have to go to psychiatrists every week. And get analyzed. Hope he's right. not listening. He's going to come in here in a minute. Anyway, he was going to. That's why I'm doing this at the beginning. He went to a psychiatrist, and he was 50 at the time. I think he was 52 or 53. Yeah, he was. That's anyway, he said there were no men to date. He was single at the time. He said there were no men to date in Dallas, and he was so depressed. And they had this long, depressing sessions. And he went out to the waiting room and picked up the Paz magazine. Threw it in the back seat of his car and looked in the rearview mirror, and there was my picture.
0: <laughs> Seriously.
1: Wow. So he emails me, and his his email address was this freaky little. E- I was deleting all the emails from Paz magazines because I'd already talked to all the you know the prisoners and strange people, and <laughs> you know don't ever put your name and picture and email in a, in a you know international magazine. Anyway, so uh, we started emailing, and then he called me, and then one day he flew in, took me to dinner, and never left. And that was about <laughs> seven years ago. Seriously. <laughs>
0: Are you charging him rent at least?
1: <laughs> no, no. He sold everything he owned three weeks no, later, like a oh lesbian. My oh my
0: yes. Gosh. <laughs> oh, morning,
1: lesbian. And, and then, Jesus. and and you know, and then took me home to meet his parents.
0: Oh, and then sweet? he bought the
1: condo next door to mine, and we knocked the wall down. Oh, that's like stalkerish. I know, aren't we? Aren't we? and that's I mean I don't know. And then you know, Paz magazine when they run their uh, Valentine's edition every year, they like mention us because we're like still together. There were like three or four hookups from that, fifty-three people, but we're the only ones that have stayed. So.
0: Wow, that's oh, great. That's so sweet. Isn't and what's his name again?
1: Grover Lawless, L-A-W-L-I-S. Grover
0: Lawless.
1: Yeah, he was the psychiatrist in Dallas. If you, if anybody, anyone out there from Dallas listening, he was. I stole him away he closed his practice and he now just has one patient me and I have no copays <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do I get that gig <laughs> I know. I worked hard
1: for that gig. Let me tell you, I, I think you did. And he's cute and everything. I mean, I got oh like I, I got the whole package. Yeah. Oh, so, that's sweet. Yeah. So we've been oh. together seven years, and we love. We've been living in South Florida, and we ran the support group for a while. And then we did a um, a weekly column, biweekly column in one of the gay rags on HIV life in South Florida, out and open, and it was called uh, "Of Two Minds" because we're completely opposites. He's kind of quiet, reserved, and smart, and I'm young, I'm young stupid, and keep my mouth open a lot. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: but, so many different directions I could have taken that comment. But I know. <laughs> well,
1: let me just tell you one funny story about being having your picture in the paper every week and, and having an HIV column that people write in, and we would answer questions and then make whole articles about it. I'm in line at the movies, like six years ago, with my mother and my partner, and this guy walks up to me and says, are you two the two guys that write that sex column in the paper? I said, no, it's about HIV life in South Florida. And she goes, oh, okay. Like, is rimming okay? <laughs> 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 and, you know, I only do it a couple of times a week with my partner, and I'm going... And he doesn't rim me. Of course, my mother looks at me, and I have to sit there and like give him an answer. Like I said, well, this isn't the time or place. Well, it, that didn't work out. I mean, he had to know, and so I've had to like, explain what rimming was to my mother. Which, if, if you've never <laughs> done to a seventy-nine-year-old woman, oh my it's Lord. really interesting. Yeah, it really is. And, and so
2: that's just, cool. Now, let's back it up a little go bit. On. I'm let's sorry. Talk about when you were um, okay, I'm sorry. When were you diagnosed? You know how long? Give us a little bit of a background of how long you know you've been living with HIV and if you're on okay. meds and all that.
1: All right, very good. Um, I've been HIV positive for 13 years since 1996. Uh, I was diagnosed when I had a little lump in my groin, and uh, it turned into non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I was diagnosed with cancer and HIV on the same day. I was treated at MD Anderson Hospital in uh, early 1996. Uh, They put me in the Crixivan study, the original Crixivan study, and I was at death's door, and a few weeks later, I was just fine. I never went back to practice dentistry after that and uh, taught high school for a while and moved down here to Florida. And that's it.
2: Did you always want to be a a dentist?
1: Yes. Yeah, my, it was one of those funny stories where, where my best friend's dad was a dentist, and uh, I just kind of liked, you know, the, the being on my own, and 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 I liked helping people, and it was kind of a fun profession. I loved what I did every day. Uh, I lived in what was called a disclosure state. Uh, about half the states, in the United States, are that way. If you're a physician, that is like in like a borne thing, which de- sur- uh, dentistry is considered like surgery. So I was in a uh, disclosure state, and I would have, if I had decided to go back to work, I would have had to disclose to every patient that I was HIV positive, which of course would be impossible. So I just uh, retired instantly, which really would sound like it would make me a bitter person and everything, very bitter because I it, I gave up a completely different lifestyle and and things like that. But you know, after about six months to a year, you just kind of turn into the same person you always were. I was active in social issues. I'm active in social issues. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just the same. I'm the same person. I just do something different. It's kind of like chapter two.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah, so, I, I so, think...
0: Oh, oh go sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, I just say I don't think HIV changes people mm-hmm. that much. I mean, uh, you know, I think people, if, if people are, are, are bitter and paranoid and neurotic, they're going to be bitter, paranoid, and neurotic. If people have a a pretty good life and and have pretty put pretty much gotten their shit together. Can I say that on on Block Talk yes, Radio? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. If they've got their shit together, they're going to have their shit together after. Right. You know, it's just it 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 it's a bump in the road. It was a bump and it was a huge bump in the road for me. I almost died. I had to have seven I lived I had to go so I had 17 months of chemotherapy, radiation and surgery. Uh and, you know, I had to get used to the HIV meds at the same time that I had chemotherapy. I started both on the same day, chemotherapy and HIV drugs. So I've been on all the meds, and I'm doing fine. I've got, you know, you know 700 T-cells and undetectable, and I'm doing great.
2: Well, that's fantastic.
1: And I just that's had nice. my 59th birthday. 59?
2: Yes, you did. Wow. I that. 59.
1: And those are all that, pardon?
2: I just saw that on IM. Yeah, birthday. I just,
1: yeah, everyone, everyone. I had a ton of people. And then, did you notice all the new Fort Lauderdale people that joined the last few days? That's yes. what I said. My little blurb to all my friends. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And but anyway, so so what happened is through the HIV support group that was run by Paul Stahlbaum, who is now a full-time travel agent, he was doing. Uh, this is actually the fourth, the thirteenth or fourteenth year that he's done the hetero cruise and the actually the first time that Grover and I were asked to co-host the cruise we did it for the hetero cruise with just a few gay men on there uh a, 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 there was an aid service, there is an aid service organization down here in Florida that works with heterosexuals and that's a whole other world let me tell you uh, they're very grateful to us but it's different um causes and 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 different types of people but um now there are two he, he the uh, Paul does two cruises he's a travel agent for two cruises, not only the gay men's cruise but the heteropause cruise, which uh, we we'd actually have done both, which is if you ever want to hear some great stories, that's a whole other show
2: yeah that, that's one of the, one of the cool things that you know I, I posted in the newsletter when we sent it out is that there's also a, a hetero cruise necessarily that because you, you guys host you and your partner host the coast HIV the, gay cruise,
1: right? Right, right. We co-host the gay. And, and what's involved in that is um, we we get the... I, I, I work on getting people to sign up. I put, you know, I join um, bulletin boards, uh, Yahoo groups, things like uh, Strength in Numbers, things like uh, AIDS, Medicine, and Miracles. These are online uh, kind of online communities, similar to Paz I Am, but much broader I mean some of them are some of them you know are sponsor retreats uh pause peddlers i 'm on a whole bunch of different mm-hmm. things, and I kind of get my the word out. I also park myself in some of the uh, pause support uh, chat rooms on Yahoo and AOL with the information so we 've built up a uh, 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 kind of a network of people we get people from Wisconsin and Alaska and New Mexico and Northern California places that don 't have Actual uh, places to meet—they may not—they may have a gay and lesbian community center. Uh, some of the people aren't comfortable going to them uh, because of who they are in the community. They're not out as gay. They're not out as Paws. Um, so uh, the Paws cruises are kind of a safe place um, to, to, to like be open, not worry about the disclosure, which, as you know, is a huge thing for some people, and for some people, of course, it isn't. But but just, just having the safe place where everyone around you uh, is HIV positive makes, just cuts down so many barriers uh, for socialization. And, and we're a social group, but we have doctors and lecturers and nutrition, and we have a lot of fun. So I organize things like the dating game and the newlywed game and mixers and make sure everybody. I'm Julie from the love boat.
2: <laughs> Before the blow or after?
1: Shh, we don't talk about. that. <laughs> anyway, that's what I do and my partner does. Um we also I also I'm an HIV educator and one, and I one of the most popular uh things there is is I do a uh, an STD and and a, a, a erectile dysfunction workshop. And that's that's always fun.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you know, the, I think one of the cool things about having a cruise like that is um It allows people to to have that place where they can go and have conversations that maybe they've been dying to have with somebody but didn't know actually how to have it
1: or where. Right, exactly. And and it also – people meets people just like them. I mean, people who live in rural areas will meet another person living in a rural area, Uh, people who are – uh, relatively well known in their community, but not outside of their community we 'll meet somebody else who for example um, is a newscaster in a sm in a rural area out of town or a Doctor who is a physician or guy you know works in an area and nobody knows that he's HIV positive. They'll meet each other. The professionals will meet each other, and and they'll have a common ground. People they never knew. They thought they were the only person in the world. Like when you were gay and you were thought you were the only gay man in the world. What I've heard from people is, I said I just met someone who, you know, is married to a woman and she doesn't know yet, and I lied to get away this week, and you know. Uh, I met someone just like that, and I'm saying, "Oh God, I didn't, know, I didn't even want to know all this information." But you know, <laughs> it, it, that's what happens when you open this up to a nationwide um, organization. And one of the, I wanted to make sure I got this out because a lot of people get uh, confused and and have a lot of questions about it. We, do, this is not the entire ship. This is one of the upper class Carnival ships that we only use. Um, ships up that are the brand new ones out in the last three years, because they've they've redone the new ships or done the new ships so that they have conference rooms. They're like hotels. They're like conference centers, and they've got the computers built into the wall and all that other stuff, so that we can meet privately with all of our groups. You know, we give people their a little um, you know uh, schedule and what we're doing. We have we have I think we have nine programs going on in eight days. That's not including the shore excursions. Uh, and so people have are, have a lot of privacy. It's only 225 people. Uh, that's all we can handle on a ship of 3,000 wow. passengers. I know, but but it's like a, it's like staying in a convention center. A lot of people get very nervous that they're going to be outed, and the rednecks are going to beat them up. And there's never been an incident in 13 years, and this is the fifth year we've done it with Paz gay men, and they're the most. They stick out the most, obviously, because it's an all-male group. We have never had anybody uh, get gay bashed or never uh, a nasty word said. It's just such a busy, uh, bustling, gigantic thing. And I I heard about the water thing. If you get an inside cabin, you never see the water. They have a big mirror in there. And the place is so huge that you, you can just never look out the window if that's your problem. So uh, you'll do fine. I love the water.
0: I, I think I think Robert's a wimp. I know. <laughs> I think
1: you'll do fine. I mean, I we've never had any uh, problems. In fact, the um, the you know uh, the, uh, is this this class of ship that we've been using because of the because of the convention rooms and the conference centers that they have built on the brand new ships. Because see, they do nurses' continuing education. They do doctors' continuing medical education. They'll do lawyers. You'll see. Uh, real estate agent courses on there. You'll see stockbroker courses on there. There's people getting their, you know, all of these. There's like ten or twenty of these groups that are meeting. You see the, you see all the little signs, you know, the ner- the nurses group, the doctors groups, da da da. So it it really doesn't, um, you it isn't as confining and and, and scary. And and I just want to make people aware that we're not the entire ship. That it's not a RSCP cruise though and I do want to make this clear. I, we've talked to a lot of people. We always ask. I always ask them if they've been on an RCP or an Atlantis cruise, where the entire ship is gay, which they enjoyed more. And all of them, every single person that has been on on our cruise and an RCP cruise, including myself, would always say that this type of cruise is more fun because you do meet people. Uh, it's so easy to stand in the background, like an, it's like a giant gay bar with. Two thousand gay men partying all the time, whereas if you're you know you're eating in a small area you're in you're in workshops um, we usually we have all of our our shore excursions we have four shore excursions in eight days that are just us, in other words, not part of the carnival line, but Paul stahlbaum takes makes inc- does incredible private excursions for us we go snorkeling in antigua we go shopping in saint thomas just our group together uh in, in groups of 50 or 60 people so you know you have all this bonding you have all this uh time just with our people so it's impossible to stand in the background especially with me around because i know everyone's name and i figure it out and i knock on your doors if i don't see you in a day or two and i do all sorts of uh, yenta things i'm a jewish mother <laughs>
2: now the cruise uh, itself is October 10th to the 18th,
1: right, yes, and you this,
2: and you leave at leaving out of Fort Lauderdale.
1: Yes, let me give you. Yeah, we're leaving October 10th to the 18th. There's actually we have three cruises on the agenda. This is the most we've ever done, only because we've been filling up. There are some limited ships of limited spaces available on the October cruise. Uh, let me give you the contact right now for all your listeners, but they can also get in touch with me through Paziam, uh it's it's uh well just get, have them get in touch with me and i'll 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 forward it on if anybody it's through Paziam or uh Nate clarfeld at gmail. com can anybody, is that enough
2: yeah, they, well, they can contact you at uh, com, right?
1: That's right. That's right. You can go through hivcruisers.com. Anyway, we're going to Fort Lauderdale, San Juan, St. Thomas, Antigua, Tortola, Nassau. That's, that's our tour stops. But, but more important than where we're going is who's going to be on the ship entertaining us. Uh, <laughs> this year we have <laughs> – can I just go ahead and talk?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Nelson Vergel, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have heard oh. of him. Yeah, oh. Nelson, is. this is his fourth or fifth appearance with us. Uh, he'll be on the ship uh, as a feature speaker. He's going to give us uh, the new updates. You know, he's an activist. He you know he yells at, at uh, drug companies. He also travels around the country giving lectures. He's the author of... Built to Survive. I think it's in his third or fourth printing. That's that great book that tells you how to eat, how to talk to your doctor, make sure your you know your steroids are good. Talks about blood work. He's also there to go over people's blood work with them. Uh, he's a he's an excellent excellent resource. And uh, if you've ever been, he gives lectures all over the country. I don't know if you've ever heard him. Has anyone ever heard him? You, you? I haven't have heard people? him. I, I,
2: I think I reached out to him to try to get him on the, the radio show before.
1: He'd be great. He'd be heard. great. Okay, I'll, I'll get in touch with him and haven't gotten in touch with you. I, I've got I've got an <laughs> inside line since we give him a free. Show. So anyway, so he's going to be speaking. Uh, we have this is this is we're so excited about this. This is our first year. Greg Casson, who is the founder of AIDS Medicine and Miracles, out in uh, Denver. They run uh, retreats out in Denver and San Francisco, kind of on the Bernie Siegel uh, love miracle and medicine type thing about about. Adjunctive and complementary therapies like meditation, self-esteem, nutrition, uh, group support, things like that. So Greg, who runs those workshops, will be on the next two cruises with us, at running workshops and lecturing, and we're really excited about that because he's like a uh, uh, a granddaddy of of these retreats, but never he's never done one on on on, uh, on water, so he's like real excited that's cool. Yep. And then uh, uh, Jonathan Goldman who is a former trainer for the the guy Have you ever caught projectinform.org about uh, project inform is probably one of the oldest information people for HIV. He trained all the he used to train all of the uh, people on the phone out there. So he's coming and he does a um, a clown workshop he is like a certified clown or something, so he teaches us how to be clowns and there 's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. no i 'm serious clowns like c l o w n so we learn how to laugh so that we do a lot of fun stuff and you know That's between great. the between the erectile dysfunction the s t d s and you the know and clowns, I mean, what more could you ask?
0: I would never right. go on a ship again if there were clowns chasing me.
1: No, there were no clowns. We learned how to like go ta-da, you know, and pantomime and stuff like that. We don't wear makeup or anything. Gotcha. No makeup, no props, but just how to, you know, <laughs> you know, it, and you know, it, I can use these things. I could be like a mime on a street corner if I ever, you know, lost my disability insurance or something.
2: <laughs> but well, anyway, what does... go ahead. Go ahead.
0: So. Oh, I was going to ask a quick question. What is the That's cost?
1: question. Uh, what is the cost? The cost of this one, I think, is about – it comes out to with, with the taxes and the um, – I think that the, the, the lowest price inside cabins, if there are any available, run about $700 for an eight-day cruise, so it's like $90 a day. And, what, and
0: that does not include airfare to
1: – No, that does include airfare okay. to Fort Lauderdale. No, it does. No. Does, not, does not. It does not, not include not. airfare. Okay. No, 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 no. We okay. it's just you get your Fort Lauderdale on your own. We have a pre party the night before at one of the gay guest houses. As you know, Fort Lickerdale has thirty three <laughs> gay guest houses. <laughs> I'm never gonna be asked to be on this program again.
0: <laughs> uh, I anyway, have images in my head, so keep going.
1: <laughs> anyway, we did you see the movie Um Another Gay Movies a sequel? I haven't no. seen
0: the sequel yet.
1: Well, the, we have our pre-party where they film that movie, which is like a, a total accident, but it makes it sound <laughs> like re- it's some crazy. Anyway, but, you know, people come off the cruise and say that they're going to come out to people, that they're not ashamed of themselves anymore, that they've learned to forgive themselves. And I think that, you know, I've read, I read this yucky years and years ago, that the single most imp, uh, predictor of success with HIV treatment is not... How bad you had the disease, or how many pills you have to take, or your education level, but it's your support system. Whether it's a group of people, whether it's an online community, whether it's your family, whether it's your church. People who are who are totally isolated, who've not made the effort to get to to make that one step out there. And as I said, we keep our Yahoo groups from each cruise active so that people can you know stay in touch with each other. And, you know, it really does make a difference to just step out of your box once in a while and do something like this. But any other questions do you want to ask? That's, I've got a – we've great. got a I May cruise. Wanna, Go ahead.
2: I just wanted to let the people know um, if you're out there listening and maybe you've been on the cruise before and you'd like to call in and share your story. Yes, like email. Hear it. Okay. At, um, you can give us a call at 347-215-9442, and we'd love to take your call. Um. They, and do we have you an, do other speaking engagements outside of uh, the cruise and stuff like that. Uh,
1: no, I mean no. Uh, the, what we do I mean mean like when we get on shore.
2: Like, do you no? I mean, like besides doing the HIV cruise, do you do other like engagements and other things? You know. In oh sure,
1: yes, yeah, yeah. I do. I co I, I co I facilitate an HIV support group uh, at at the Gay and Lesbian Community Center. Um, I have been. I just. Stepped out of being uh, the, for three years. I was the president of the, of the Stonewall Library and Archives, the nation's largest gay and lesbian archive and library, which is located here in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I, my partner does more, you know, academic stuff than I do. I'm, I'm the fun guy, but I do I do do some speaking. Um, I, I work with my partner, and I work with the uh, Gay Prom down here with the youth group. Mm-hmm. We're we're active in that. That's that's a whole trip. So and I like I've it. and I have like lectu- I have worked with the Jewish AIDS Network down here uh, with the Jewish Federation, talking to students uh, at Hebrew Day Schools and at uh, Bar Mitzvah classes, doing HIV education to them. Wow. Uh Which yeah, it's kind of interesting. We don't you know we live in Florida, and that is like the 13th century. So we have no public school uh, sex education that you can say the word homosexual or HIV or something like that. You have to like deal with abstinence only. So um, I have and I invite the parents to come to to these things too because I don't want them to think that we're going to be talking strange things. But as far as condom education and safe sex and things like that, uh, there has been since the, since 2000 uh, no formal education with condoms. Uh, I believe in the state of Florida for, in public schools, so we go to the private schools, uh, the Jewish mm-hmm. day schools, and the Hebrew. They're like, if, 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 you know, you, I don't know if you've ever, you know, know, The kids have to go to bar mitzvah class before they're 13, so we hit the 13-year-olds or some of them, and I've worked with them and I've given some lectures to them. So that's my my extent. It's enough.
0: So we have a question actually in the, and, and not to switch topic okay. a little, but we're going to switch it a little bit. But there's a question in the chat room, and, the, I, and
1: I hear, I see it.
0: Are soft drinks free on HIV pause cruises?
1: Um, they are in the dining. I've, I've no this answer and everything. I'm so good. It, it, when you're when you're at dinner, uh, coffee, iced tea. Yes, um, it, it, coffee, iced tea, and hot tea uh, are available all the time. Uh, if you want a soft drink, they've got something called a Coke card. That's about $40 for the week, and that's good in the bars and the restaurants and the pool, and it's very well worth the the $40. Um, So that's like Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, and all those other things. So if you don't drink liquor, liquor, of course, isn't included, though we have two cocktail parties where we have gotten sponsorship to have liquor, so, for free, so, but for just for the Paz group. But we do have two cocktail parties that are free. Uh, but soft drinks are not free as far as, like, well, outside of tea, iced tea, and, and coffee. Those so, are always soda free. Pop, that kind of stuff is all. The, the soda pop is $40 for, for, for the whole week. And you get a card and you just show it to the bartender or the waiter and they give you any soft drink you want. Are there casinos on the Paz cruise? Yes, there are casinos. They open up when you're three miles out. But ah, I, international ah,
0: water, yeah.
1: International waters, yes, yes. And there. go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, anything can happen in international waters.
1: Anything does happen. You can Now, if anybody wants to get married or have a commitment ceremony, I can arrange that. No, I'm just joking. I can't actually. Just talk to the captain. There, we have a chapel. There's a chapel on board. We have a, a, a celebration of life. Uh, that is run by uh, a good friend of ours. I'm not going to give him his name out because I don't know if I can. Anyway, it, it's a memorial service. We run. They have, they have a little chapel there, and one night we do run a memorial service for those who have been, you know, our friends and 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 loved ones that we've lost from HIV. And um, I do have an interesting story to tell you. We we had a uh, in 2005, uh, which was the first year of the gay men's cruise, we ran them concurrently with the with the uh, with the hetero cruise and uh, we had a, a, a person who had lost his partner in Katrina and he came on board and he had made the reservation beforehand and he just wasn't and Katrina was like six weeks before the the cruise and he came on the cruise anyway and because uh, he said it wasn't going to stop him and he's been just you know I, i've i've talked to him since but it was amazing how how strong and unbelievably resilient humans are it just showed me that because i i couldn't have gotten my shit together and gotten on a cruise six weeks after i lost everything and my partner no my yeah God. i don't think i could either Oh, my God, I couldn't, I couldn't, I wouldn't, I, you know, when I first was diagnosed, I couldn't tie my shoes for three months, you know, I did you know, so anyway. How was that
2: when you were, when you were diagnosed, just to go a little bit back on, you know, to your own personal story, when you diagnosed, because you said you were diagnosed with cancer and HIV at the same time. Yes. How was, how was your process during that? Like, how long did it take you to, like, be okay with it and start living life again?
1: Well, I actually went into like an aggressive general mode. I I I, I, I was living in Kansas City. Uh, I didn't like the maybe we should do this, maybe we should do that. I got on a plane, totally sick, totally with fever and a tumor. I got on a plane and went to MD Anderson Hospital. I still to this day don't know where that energy came from. I flew to Houston from Kansas City. Uh, I fortunately had good insurance so I could be seen the next day. Uh, I would be dead without private insurance, literally, because uh, I, 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 was, I was really at death store. I was weeks away from dying. Uh, I walked in there. I told them what was going on. They said, you have no choice. You've got to start chemotherapy this afternoon or tomorrow morning at the latest. Uh, and go on HIV meds tonight, and after that I crashed. You know, after I got the energy up to get to to realize that I needed to go to a special world because in 1996 this was pre-protease inhibitors. We had the no protease inhibitors had been approved yet. They, the Quinavar was in phase three, Crixivan was in phase two. Um, they really they there were some hints that it might be a miracle, but. With cancer, I had really only a few weeks to live. No, There had been very few survivors, uh, more than a couple of months, of people who had HIV. And uh, I had stage three. I, I had it in three different places. It had metastasized to three different places. So um, I got myself there like a general, and then I collapsed. I was totally catatonic, probably for about two or three months. Uh, I didn't speak. I didn't call. I didn't return calls. I didn't tell people what was going on. Uh, I you know I withdrew, but I would say within six months I was back to making plans and and I went to graduate school and uh, taught high school for for three years before I came down here and so it really didn't um, you know didn't slow me down that much, but it took me about six months of of, of isolation maybe was that it yeah I guess it. isolation. Um, I had very good friends. I um, have I have a thirty a 2-year-old son who was at the time in college but he was a great a great piece of support for me. I had some great friends that that held my hand through the whole thing. Uh I never shut them out and and I'm I'm glad I didn't or I would have been, you know, in much more trouble. But but I really I I, I really had hope. I never I never let the I never thought I was going to die. Isn't that I know I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous knowing what I knew and knowing what had happened to me. But I personally never thought I was going to die. It's going to be this, it's, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and it worked.
2: It's always good to have that outlook, you know, that positive outlook. I guess.
1: And I don't know where it came from. I because I of course this is not I i had like ever done anything before. I I had lived a relatively charmed life. My parents, you know, I went to college. I went to, you know to went to graduate school. I I was married for a while. I you know I'm at my age. That's what you thought you had to do, and and. Either thought that the gay thing thing would go away, or I could just suppress it, and of course I couldn't. But I, that you know that was a, a, a another dark period of my life. But I came out of that okay, and uh, you know my son lives down here near me, and and says I'm, I'm weeks away from becoming a grandfather.
2: Wow! wow. I know.
1: Congratulations! Wow. Thank you, thank you very much. Actually, happy. Grandpappy, I'm going to be no. I've, I've decided on Pappy for my name. Pappy, yeah, because I'm, I'm in Florida, all the Latin, you know. Hi, Pappy. Hi, Pappy. You know. No, I had a Yeah, because so I've chosen my name, and they're and they're excited. Nice. They're wonderful, and they, and the kids know and stuff. So, but I do have another thing to talk to about uh, to other people out there who have children who aren't married yet. You know, there's this whole layer of things that you don't know are going to bother your children later. Do you know what I realize? If you're HIV positive and gay, your children have to tell their spouse and spouse to be and their in-laws all about this because it's going to get out. I mean, you can hide things so far, but you can't really hide things in the family. So, and I'm so far out there with my positiveness being in the newspaper and, and you know, and and all over on the internet that. Um, you know, my son had to say, well, you know, it was not that easy getting dating, you know, and, and having to say, if people said things, you know, about being gay or a fag, I thought that would cross her off the list or something like that. But then, you know, the HIV thing was kind of a a, a third layer that he had to go through. You know, not only are our parents are divorced, but my father's gay and he's HIV positive. So uh, I really have to, you know, give him props about being able to put all that out in the open. Well, you have to give yourself props, too, Nate. You know, you did raise them, right? (laughs) I hope so. I hope that was because of me, you know.
2: pat yourself, too. (laughs) I
1: guess so. Is anyone out there? I wrote all my friends to call in today, gave them the phone number and everything. They're all chickens.
2: (laughs) They are all
0: chicken. you know. They They are. They're going to write
1: me. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I I was just going to mention to everybody that is listening um, to give us a call in at 347-215-9442 to talk with... Nate. And um, if you have any questions about the pause cruise, and more, if you are. Okay, what's that? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh. go ahead. <laughs> um, and if you have any questions about uh, the PAWS cruise, uh, whether you are gay or heterosexual, or if you are somewhere in between, um, give us a call in and, and ask whatever is on your mind.
1: Okay. Anyway, we do have a, a cruise in May, May 2nd through 9th for the Mexican Riviera. We're going to Cabo San Lucas, Acapulco. Ixtapo, not in that order, in Puerto Vallarta. And uh, the Puerto Vallarta stop is a really cute stop because we're going to uh, – Greg Kassadin, it's, it's same same cast of characters on the May cruise. Uh, we do the May cruise because a lot of people can't get to Fort Lauderdale, uh, and it's expensive, so we do the cruise out of Long Beach or just south of L.A. And it is a nine-day, eight-night cruise, and that is really inexpensive. That's going to run only about $600 for the whole cruise for the Inside Cabins, we got a great deal on that one uh, because last year the Armée cruise was canceled, so Carnival's giving us some goodies, and people ask us why we go with Carnival, and we go with the Carnival family of cruises, cruise lines, I think they've got seven, you know, Holland America, Princess, uh, Costa, Canard, I don't remember remember all the the brands, but they work with Small groups, the best as far as holding a block of rooms the longest period of time. So I, I, I do want to say that. And they also give us some great service and rooms. But these are the, these are the, the upper tier, the highest level, the five-star carnival ships. They're, they're, they've got different levels of ships. And then next Halloween, the 23rd through the 31st, out of Fort Lauderdale in 2010, we are going to Central America. Panama, and Costa Rica.
2: Wow. That's
0: cool.
1: Yes. Will
0: will you be going through the canal?
1: Uh, No, we're not going through the canal. Uh, Well, then what's the
0: point? No, I'm kidding. Because we go to
1: because we're going to Panama. I don't know what the point. Do you want to hear something funny? You know, I had I talked to Robert or I chatted with Robert earlier online. I always have to look up where we're going. Uh, I know it's important, and I know people really get into it for the first or two. But you you got to. Friend that's gone for a few years, and I probably know who he is, and we won't talk about it. But people, after a while, don't care. And actually, <laughs> we we've we've done we've this Mexican cruise we did three years ago. It, we two years ago we did the same exact cruise as we're doing this year, and nobody cares. I mean, it's like they just want to get together with the same group of people and go out and do our snorkeling with the same group of people, and they don't really care where we are. There are some queens that, like, say, oh, I've been to Tortola. I'm not going on this trip again because it's Tartola. But you don't realize you're going with a couple of hundred people that are just like you, uh, and it's just too, too much fun. And uh, what we do is we usually have, a uh, like, a identifying bracelet or pin or something that doesn't scream out too bad, the last year's kind of screamed a little bit, and people wear them and that they know you're that they know you're part of the group, so that if they see you walking in the hall or in the elevator or someplace like that they can um, they can they and I do want to make one more statement is all of these ships that we go on have incredibly great gyms. I know we have this problem with self image, so I have to always get asked that question about is there a gym on board
0: uh, <laughs> Gym who. <laughs> That's what I said. I go
1: on this trip to just eat chocolate cream puffs.
0: The, hello.
1: And you, you butter. You go on
0: the cruise? To, yes, butter.
1: Chocolate. I'll everything. Fry me butter and give it to me for breakfast.
0: Okay. No. 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 Okay. I went to the gay pride festival here in Charlotte, North Carolina.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. That in
0: itself is a contradiction. Yes, However, it is. I go to the gay pride and they have you know their little vendors in the in the in the food places and. And right. I know I'm deviating, but I have to take dig- No, go ahead. I had a deep-fried Twinkie. <gasps> Aren't they great? Oh, my God. A deep-fried Twinkie.
1: It's yeah. so good.
0: Oh, it was. it was, It's
1: heaven. If it It's crisp he- and it right was, out of the fryer.
0: It was heaven. I watched them dip it in, and I had the thing. Oh, my God. It's
1: wonderful. <laughs> you know, it is. It's like we don't realize all these foods that we're not supposed to eat, I think it's killing us. You know, everybody's dying killing. of a... I know, because no one's enjoying what they eat. <laughs> you know? I have... Uh, well, you, know,
0: you know, and I, I read Virgil's book, right? Right. And and I'm reading it, and, and it's like, well, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. Oh, I my God. Him, it's like, are you kidding me? Of course. And what's the point I, of living?
1: <laughs> I think we're all dying because we're worried about sugar and, and, and cholesterol and all this other stuff. I mean, you know, I just came back from seeing Julie and Julia... Did you know that Julia Child died at age 92 and everything was in butter? Everything she cooks was in butter.
0: And her husband died at 90. And did you know that she was a um, spy?
1: Yes, I know she was. In
0: World War II? Yes. Yeah, isn't that interesting?
1: That's fascinating. Have you seen the movie? The movie's fabulous. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my God. But Meryl
0: Streep plays Julia Child, right?
1: Meryl Streep plays Julia Child. Stanley Tucci plays her husband.
0: No, get out.
1: Right. Yes, yes, the, for, the, her assistant from Dolores Prada. I love it. And Julie is Amy Adams from Dallas. I love it. I love so it's it. great. It was a great movie. But, okay. but we're, we're we deviated digress. again. But, she, yes. but but yeah, nutrition is important, and and I do understand all those things. But you know, it's all in moderation, and I just don't understand these people who never eat this and never eat that, and you know.
0: Because you know, my mother always said it wouldn't make me fat, but I'd end up in the dentist chair. That's right, and, and, I, and you'd and, see me. <laughs> you, get, you get to see me,
1: you know. People like no. me aren't bad.
0: No, but but it's funny because I ate a lot of sugar, uh-huh. but I only have, I've had two cavities in my entire life. No three. Yeah. Sorry, I've had three, it, three cavities, and I even went through braces. So I mean, it's like folks, if you just brush your teeth,
1: in won't all get moderation. Cavities. What you say is a lot of sugar may not be a lot what you know, what people really did and, and, and also if you eat sugar and then go to sleep and don't brush your teeth before you go to bed, which is like the worst thing you can do. You know, but, but uh, now I but think there's... I
0: want to you know, a piece of that chocolate cake that's sitting in there. Oh no 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 no
1: it's okay. Well it, and you know what everything is okay. It's 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 all this denial we put ourselves through. Like, you know, and, and I even I even think that that's the problem with HIV education is that HIV education is don't it's is is all negative. It's all sex right. negative. You know, there's never any here's what you can do. You know, you can do this and this and you can do this and this and have you ever played with, you know, putting condoms on and taking them off and the different colored ones and the, and the, and the flavored ones. You never see that in writing.
0: You know, I have a book, and it's called Safer Sexy. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but I've got a never it a different And oh, it hey, guys, is... you All right, guys, y'all there. What's that? I was making sure you guys were all right. I lost oh. y'all for a second. Oh, no, we're oh, here.
1: Sir. No, okay, um,
0: uh, uh, we're talking about this book called Safer Sexy, and mm-hmm. it is Maybe all about how to have erotic gay sex with condoms, and I have no idea what I did with it.
1: Well, but but it's so it, you know, it's the same thing about the food. You know, we are constantly telling people not to. Obviously, it hasn't worked. By the way, <laughs> you know, it, it does hasn't
0: worked with me. Are you kidding?
1: No, well, I mean the, the safe sex thing hasn't worked as far as because I think it. Well, first of all, the new generation of gay men getting HIV right now didn't live. They're they're a lot younger, uh, yeah. and that's one of the things I, I forgot to say on, on, on this thing. I've been doing this for a while, these cruises, and I've noticed the ages have gotten it's gotten younger and younger though even though we do have people in their 50s, 60s and 70s and 40s that that you know we now have people in their 20s late late 20s early 30s uh, recently diagnosed coming on board and I realized they've lived they've never lived there, since birth there's been HIV in their lives yet they're here you know and listening to their stories and things like that they all have had all the sex education ten times over. That they, that over. they were going to get, yep. Yeah, and it didn't work. So obviously we're doing something wrong with this condoms only, condoms only, don't do this, total abstinence. There's something wrong with, I don't know what the answer is, but, but what we're doing isn't working because.
0: Well, I I, I I think I do have an answer to that because because I, I grew up not knowing a life without AIDS. Okay.
1: Um,
0: you know, it's just. It got to a point where it became complacent, mm-hmm. and it got to a point where it became politicized, and it uh-huh. got to a point where com- communities, where they wouldn't give money if people mentioned sex. So uh-huh. we forgot that part. We right. left it out. Right. You know, so if, if we're not going to be honest and open about sex education and about um, right. condom usage, then, then we have failed. And right. if we continue to say that you can't have, you know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, I'm I come at it from a different approach. It's like, look, you can eat, you can do this, you can do, you can do X, Y, and Z, and here's right. what's going to happen. You're going to end up with warts on your cock. You're going to end up with you know warts on your ass, and you're going to end up with you know having to get shots. Right. HIV isn't the worst thing that could happen to you. Oh no. So, <laughs> you know, when oh, no. you start throwing, when you start throwing pictures of of things that can happen and their penises are falling off, <laughs> that is when they start yeah. you know, we we don't focus on we, we lost track of syphilis. We lost track of gonorrhea. When when you wake up and you have a, a green oozy stuff coming out of the tip of your penis, it's time right. to go see a doctor. Right. Oh, so, before. I mean <laughs> and, and if you if you're not doing that, Put a condom on because right. you won't get that if you put a condom on. Right. And then, right. by the way, if you don't wear con- if, if you wear condoms, it will also prevent blah 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 blah.
1: Right. You yeah, know, and other, Right. And you're exactly right. It's just that it we 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 have lost the other STDs. You don't hear about them unless you're you know in the medical world and the, you know you we have a syphilis epidemic in D, in Washington D.C.
0: We, we have one here in in Charlotte, North Carolina. Syphilis oh. has, the syphilis rates have gone up 50% in oh two years.
1: And when was the last time you, you saw an ad or anything about syphilis? Or even heard the no. word?
0: <coughs> no. Until
1: there was an epidemic. Until exactly. there was an epidemic, right. Exactly.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, hey, um, I've got to tell you, this has been a great hour, and I can't believe it's, it's gone so oh so fast. I just,
1: I just looked at the clock.
0: I know, right? I know. Can you believe it? Um, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank Nate, Nate, um, Oh, Rob and I you. just want to thank Nate for, for coming on and talking about the, uh, the cruise. And, uh, Nate, thank you so much. Is, is there welcome. one last thing that you want our listeners to know?
1: Yes, I do. If you can't go on a cruise like ours which, you know for, for time or expense, um, get online and punch in HIV and retreats. I know there's a couple of great ones on the POSIM worksite. There's the Camping Project, and I believe there's another group. Um, you you have no idea what it's like to spend 24/7 with a group of HIV positive men it is the most exhilarating life affirming uh thing you no longer it's it's like may west was asked you know once they asked her about you know uh, what you know i used to be ashamed of the way i lived uh and, and how are you now and she says well i'm not ashamed anymore <laughs> <laughs> so there you go that Jane works Web. out, Nate.
2: we're winding down we got about a minute left so um, thanks for one. calling in and just remind everybody that they can find out more information um, on cruise. the cruise at hivcruise.com Nate you great. have a great night
1: thanks for having me on
2: you're welcome thanks Nate and remember folks um, the HIV pause gay cruise is hivcruise.com and you can also find information on the heterosexual cruise at positivecruise.com. Jeremy, what a great show. It flew by. You were right.
0: I know. It, 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 it flew by. It flew. Yeah, right. So it, <laughs> it
2: flew. <laughs>
0: that was nice. Oh, right? Oh, Lordy.
2: So just a it's reminder good. that um, this Wednesday um, at 2 o'clock, uh, we'll be speaking with um, Clint Walters from Health Initiatives. He's um, located in the United Kingdom, and then next Sunday, we'll be speaking with Richard Shuping, who um, is an author and a holistic health consultant and speaker, songwriter, artist. And uh, he has a book called From Suffering to Soaring. So um, he's going to come on and talk about his book and things of that nature. So it's going to be cool. Excellent. I,
0: I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And don't forget, everybody, tomorrow's a holiday.
2: Right. Enjoy the day off.
0: Exactly. Everybody have a great week.
2: Right, and you can find more information on us in the radio show at POSIM.com. Join the POSIM community if you want. And Jeremy, um, you can find more information on Jeremy at PositivelySpeaking.com. That's Positively with a Z. It's in the chat room. And um, have a good night, Jeremy. I guess uh, enjoy right. your Labor Day tomorrow. I'm
0: going to. Are you kidding? I'm sleeping in.
2: Woohoo! <laughs> and Nate, thanks again <laughs> for uh, joining us and, and sharing your story tonight. I really appreciate thanks it. Thanks
0: again, Nate. Have a good night, right, everyone. Everybody. Have a good night. Bye-bye.